0: It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather, and he who controls the weather will control the world. How did the horizon get so dark so fast? Answer. It's been coming for a very, very long time and clearly visible to any that didn't have their eyes wide shut which unfortunately was far too few so many have either actively or passively supported the matrix that has delivered us to this moment the equation must change or the saga of the human race will very soon end consider the following quote from buddhist monk and philosopher thignot han he said this In order to rally populations, governments need enemies. They want us to be afraid, so we will rally behind them. And if they do not have a real enemy, they will invent one in order to mobilize us. I'll leave it up to the listener to plug that principle into the equation that's occupying the full attention of global populations at this moment in time. But while doing so, consider this statement from George Orwell, quote, The war is not meant to be won. It's meant to be continuous. Now, can a slight alteration of this profound statement from Orwell provide even more meaning? An example, quote, The disease is not meant to be cured. It's meant to be continuous. So many verifiable facts on CV-19 and looming existential environmental challenges are not being addressed in any way, shape, or form by any official sources or power-structure-controlled mainstream media. If there's any chance of exposing the insanity and changing course, it's up to us. Normalcy bias, confirmation bias, and cognitive dissonance within too much of the population. These are conditions that are completely connected to the circus of insanity we find ourselves caught up in at this moment. Let's sample a few headlines from last week for a glimpse at the horizon. First, lines grow at food banks across the U.S. as soldiers hand out turkeys ahead of Thanksgiving. Another headline, rapid testing is less accurate than government wants to admit. That's a gross understatement. Another headline, Oregon governor encourages people to call police on neighbors who violate COVID-19 restrictions. The police state is rapidly forming up And for those, whether they're in government, or agencies, or media, those who think somehow they can preserve their personal paradigm a little bit longer by conforming to the controller dictates, they'll do so. This is how the brown shirts come to be, those that will sell out anyone if they think they can preserve their own scenario a little bit longer. That's a sad state of humanity, isn't it? And we're there. Nothing new, but something that our society has never really come to grips with. There's, when it comes down to it, not much commitment to the whole. It's an encouragement in our society, or it's encouraged, I should say, to look after number one. And in doing so, the whole ship goes down. That's how we end up here. Another headline, suicide claimed more lives in October than 10 months of COVID-19 deaths in Japan, report shows. Don't see that statistic much on U.S. mainstream media, do we? Another headline, CIA partners with Google and Amazon and IBM in latest big tech procurement drive. And this headline, de Blasio, mayor of New York, unleashes... COVID checkpoints to catch and find New York City travelers who violate holiday quarantine. Power structure minions on the end of leashes. That's what these so-called elected officials are. And again, doing exactly what I said earlier a few moments ago, that they feel they're on the inside of what's unfolding, that somehow if they do as they're told by those who pull their strings, that they'll somehow be kept safe or included in whoever gets to make it through what's coming couldn't be further from the truth. On the current course, no one gets out alive. Another headline, global vaccine passport will be required for travel. This is part of the mechanisms of control that are all being implemented, all of it ultimately connected to rapidly unfolding environmental collapse, environments on which our lives depend. No functional environment, no human beings. It's a very simple equation that very few are willing to face this point in time another headline some sheriffs in Oregon say they won't enforce COVID-19 restrictions they say quote we are not the Gestapo end quote that's from kptv.com another headline same theme every county sheriff in LA region declines to enforce Gavin Newsom's coronavirus curfew what a massive power structure puppet hypocrite Gavin Newsom is and I know that firsthand In fact, about Newsom, let's take a a little bit deeper look into his participation in the insanity. Here's his Thanksgiving rules from Gavin Newsom. All gatherings must be held outside. Two, gatherings that include more than three households are prohibited. Three, as much as possible, any food or beverage at outdoor gatherings must be a single-serve disposable container. If providing single-serve containers is not possible, food and beverages must be served by a person who washes or sanitizes their hands frequently or wears a face covering. End quote. More from Newsom. Attendees may go inside, thank you Gavin, how nice of you, to use restrooms as long as the restrooms are frequently sanitized, end quote. Another one. Gathering should be two hours or less. I don't even have the words for this. We're living in a full-blown asylum, and populations are thankfully starting to stand against this insanity. But it needs to increase, or the willingness to stand against it and investigate it. How about that? Investigate what's really going on here and how few are doing that. Another one from Gavin Newsom. The host should collect names of all attendees and contact information in case contract tracing is needed later. It goes on and on. Those in our government, our so-called government, it's it's simply a massive cancerous matrix that is only interested in its own self-preservation. That's it. And that's how we end up here, a planet that's dying by the day, and yet we have this kind of insanity going on. Another headline, hyperinflated stock market only factor keeping all pension funds from total insolvency. That's it. That's the only thing. It's a, it's a snake eating its own tail at this point. And those who somehow think that they're going to grow their market funds and golf to their heart's content for the rest of their days, good luck with that going to be in for a very, very rude awakening very, very soon. Another headline. Towards a police state in Germany, live video of police raid into home of Dr. Andreas Noach. This is an individual who was not going along with the power structure CV-19 dictates. And this is what happens, I'm making an example out of him. Another headline. Police monitor school kids' grades to determine who will become a criminal. This is... Real-life minority report stuff going on here. But this couldn't happen without the majority population either actively or passively going along with this. Another headline. Industry-sponsored journal publishes scientific paper questioning safety of 5G radiation. Finally, perhaps some in academia, as I've pleaded for for so many years on this broadcast and other interviews I do and other sources, that academicians need to summon their courage Band together, stand up, and tell the truth about a very, very long and growing list of issues before we run out of time, before the bell rings, and that moment is perilously close. Another headline, Washington Post, physicians and nurses want to know more about vaccine before promoting. Thankfully, again, how about reading the fine print, and you will not like what you find, or looking into the history, or what we haven't, what we haven't been told in this arena is so far beyond shocking. And so many are even now unwilling to even consider investigating reality, let alone facing it. Another headline, global species study suggests warming planet will mean an increase in infectious diseases in cooler climates. This is just simply trying to hang engineered elements around the neck of nature. Just blame nature for everything, for what's wrong with the climate, for the massive extinctions occurring around the globe, and the swarm of pathogens that seem to appear from nowhere and nobody talks about the hundreds of level four biolabs all over the globe this is what they do this is their sole purpose and how many are even discussing this fact willful blindness or pretending it isn't so or trying to think happy thoughts won't save us only facing reality head on that's the only chance we have another headline 1 million Chinese have received COVID-19 vaccines under, quote, emergency use designation. Now let's plug that into this headline because that same emergency use designation is coming here to this country. So consider this next headline. People harmed by coronavirus vaccines will have little recourse. And that's not really an accurate headline. They will have no recourse, none. With all these looming... Existential threats. And again, bottom line is biosphere collapse. But on the entire gambit of threats, let's consider this headline report. Apocalypse Neuro. Why our brains don't process the gravest threats to humanity. This fact, this factor, is truly the bottom line that has pushed us over the edge of the abyss. In far too many cases, the human brain refuses to see, let alone accept, looming cataclysm. Other factors are, of course, a lifetime of programming, propaganda, fluoride, aluminum, GMO foods, iPhone distractions. The list goes on and on and on. The vast majority of the human race is metaphorically arranging deck chairs on the Titanic, i.e. planet Earth in this case. And for the record. Near-term human extinction is a statistical certainty if we remain in the current course. All other concerns will soon be moot. You can quote me on that. Blindingly rapid biosphere collapses further fueling control or total desperation, which is directly connected to so many of the headline reports I just covered and I'm about to cover. Nature will very soon have the final word, the final reset. Our best remaining chance, or more likely, or more accurately, perhaps our only remaining chance of buying any additional time is to expose and halt the global climate engineering onslaught, which is much, much more than just climate engineering. Much more. In fact, to use the term engineering is far too dignified. It's weather warfare. It's biological warfare due to the highly toxic elements being utilized in these programs, and that's just what we know about. We can't know what we don't know in this equation. In any given moment, in any given place, what's being dispersed from these aircraft? How can we possibly know? We do know the military industrial complex has routinely conducted biological warfare experimentation on innocent civilians. History states this absolutely clearly. And how long has that gone on? Before we even had aircraft, the US government and the US military were conducting biological warfare against native populations in numerous locations. That's historical fact. It's business as usual. It's just on a massive scale now, on a scale that can't really be comprehended. They can do whatever they want. And that's exactly what they are doing. Make no mistake about that. That's exactly what they're doing. If you think that those who are ultimately in control at the very top are in any way, shape, or form concerned about you, except for the fact that you're an increasing liability to them, think again. In order to allow the planet to respond on its own, this is why the climate engineering must be brought to a halt. The planet must be allowed to, in its own way, permitted to establish a new equilibrium that may yet salvage some of its life support systems. But the effort to expose the insanity in our skies will take all of us. It cannot be done by a few on behalf of the many. It will take all of us. First, again, there's virtually no legal recourse for vaccine-inflicted injury or death in the case of the CV-19 vaccinations that are coming. With that in mind, this headline. Why are parents enrolling their kids in experimental COVID vaccine trials? That's a good question from multiple sources, that headline. It continues with this. The CDC admits that most children experience mild COVID symptoms or none at all. Yet, thanks to months of fear-inducing messaging, some parents are more afraid of COVID Than of an experimental vaccine. On October 13th, Pfizer announced that the Cincinnati Children's Hospital would begin enrolling children in COVID 19 vaccine clinical trials, making Pfizer the first U.S. company to test an experimental coronavirus vaccine on children. The FDA requires institutions that test drugs and biologics in children to have a pediatric plan in place. But some say the rule is, quote, lenient to the point of being no rule at all, end quote. Dr. Robert Frink, director of the Cincinnati Children's Hospital Center for Vaccine Research, told Time Magazine, quote, the plan can be simply, we don't have a plan, end quote. What Time Magazine left out of their report is any mention of what happened when, for example, early polio vaccines were fast-tracked. The massive and highly publicized disaster called the Cutter Incident gave polio to thousands of children, killing many and leaving many others permanently disabled. We don't hear about that in mainstream media anywhere. The truth is just swept under the rug and so many choose to believe because of their confirmation bias. They only look at information that reassures them of what they want to believe. That's why we end up where we are. Fear is a tactic being used to attract the thousands of American families Pfizer needs to attain its target pediatric sample size. This is criminal insanity and we're being swept away in it but what else is now entering the fray mental illness from prolonged excessively stressful conditions what does available science state regarding the consequences of chronic stress and fear that it can and often does cause permanent cognitive changes i.e permanent damage can occur is there more to dread than just the cv19 scenario Again, the short answer is yes. And almost none are acknowledging what is by far the most ominous factor we face unfolding abrupt climate and environmental collapse. The CB19 scenario is the controller response to this factor. The loot, plunder, pillage, and pollute paradigm we formerly knew was never sustainable. It's collapsing now. It's over. It's circling the drain, so to speak. It's not coming back. With pondering the previous points, let's go back to the CB19 scenario again. Consider this headline from last week. From multiple sources, quote, panic attack and, quote, night terror. Internet searches erupt across U.S. amid second virus wave. End of headline. From that report, the CDC recently said disruptions to daily life during the pandemic lockdowns, anxiety about contracting the virus, and isolation at home have taken a deep toll on Americans' mental health. report continues, as the second wave of the virus ravages nearly every state, real-time data of Americans' mental health via Google search trends of more than 400 health symptoms, signs, and conditions suggest that the mental health crisis continues to silently rage. That's an understatement. Power structure protocols are taking an unimaginable toll on populations and the damage is only beginning to become visible. One could argue, and perhaps should, that what's unfolding is of considerable benefit to the controllers. Like fluoride, like aluminum, like mercury, like GMO frankenfoods, like the over 150,000 chemicals that saturate our dying planet, with more being concocted and distributed every single day, it's a true circus of insanity. A highly toxic Planetary Asylum. And hang on, because the grand finale is coming. The party has barely started. It's going to accelerate, get much worse very soon. And again, there is indeed a global reset on the very near-term horizon. In fact, not one, but two resets. That which the global controllers are attempting to carry out, and the incomprehensibly larger and all-determining reset Nature's reset, which will very soon make all other agendas and objectives moot. The ongoing climate engineering atrocities are further fueling the omnicidal trajectory that's unfolding by the day. This is Dane Wiginton for geoengineeringwatch.org. The commercial-free global alert news hour starts now. The frontline reports that none of us want to be true, but unfortunately are. Investigate without bias and try to prove these reports wrong if you believe you can. Good luck with that. Or the alternative to the Global Alert News broadcast is to tune into the political pundit talking heads who, in their own words, are, quote, the best and biggest radio voices in the world. But I ask, voices about what? Anything that actually matters in regard to the bottom-line existential threats we collectively face? If such reporting has ever occurred on the political pundit theater, I've never heard it, And here's but one example of what I did here. This is from last week. I regularly tune into such broadcasts to keep abreast of what's being dished up to populations by individuals like he who bears the initials RL. I'm sure you can figure out who that is. What was the epitome of what RL stated last week? And again, RL has a nationally syndicated radio broadcast he claims is the biggest in the world, and he's the most famous, wonderful, accurate truth teller on the planet earth uh, you make your own decision on that but what did rl say on the theme of the thanksgiving holiday he said this rl painted the picture that it was in fact the native americans who took advantage of the u.s government regarding the lands that the u.s government confiscated from the first americans often paying a mere pittance as an excuse for the theft of their land if they paid anything at all but it gets much worse than that and yes This is some of the ground that the self-proclaimed king of political pundits covered in his broadcast last week. Red Cloud, one of the most important leaders of the Lakota Native Americans, stated this so long ago in reference to the U.S. government. He said, quote, they made us many promises, more than I can remember, but they never kept but one. They promised to take our land and they took it. But how many will ever know the truth? when history is written by the victor? How many care about the truth today when they're blindly waving their flags in total allegiance to an empire that they know nothing about, nothing accurate? Consider this statement from the History Channel's link on the Trail of Tears. Quote, The U.S. government frequently ignored the letter of the law and forced Native Americans to vacate lands they had lived on for generations, in fact, thousands of years. In some cases. In the winter of 1831, under the threat of invasion by the US Army, the Choctaw became the first nation to be expelled from their land altogether. The Choctaw people made the journey to the US government, newly designated Indian Territory, i.e., reservation, on some of the most inhospitable land in the country. They made this journey on foot. Some were bound in chains and marched double file without any food, supplies, or other humanitarian assistance from the U.S. government. Thousands of the Choctaw people died along the way. It was one Choctaw leader who told an Alabama newspaper "quote that this was a trail of tears and death. The Choctaw are my lineage. I'm a direct descendant of a Choctaw chief named Mingo Mushulatubi. The Trail of Tears is the legacy of My people, they are my ancestors. Other Native American nations caught up in the Trail of Tears were the Seminole, the Cherokee, the Creek Indians, and the Chickasaw Nations. This is only the smallest glimpse of what the U.S. government did to the true first Americans. And with the holiday that has just passed, how many know history as it actually was? We would all do well to remember that history repeats itself, most especially when populations never bothered to learn the true history in the first place or when populations have chosen to look away from it, to look away from the truth. Question, is the trail of tears coming for us all? If we remain in the current course, the answer is certainly yes. How many still choose to believe that those in the highest positions of power actually care about their welfare Just as was the case with the Native American populations in eras now long past, current populations, especially that of the USA, are, it would seem, not just expendable to the controllers, but in fact, have long since become a rapidly increasing liability. How many choose to still believe that the controllers genuinely want to protect and preserve their health, their lives, their livelihoods, so that populations around the world can continue to proliferate forever? Think about it then summon the courage to actually investigate what the true power brokers have actually stated on the record over and over about the need to drastically reduce global populations. What picture do all of these puzzle pieces form? I'll leave that up to the listener to decide. But while you're doing so, don't forget the 2.4 billion hollow point bullets U.S. agencies purchased in 2012. Agencies like Homeland Security. Hollow point bullets, hollow point rounds are for one purpose only. And what do you think that is? And all the while, mindless, make-it-up-as-they-go, moronic babble continues to pass as media sources, like the one I covered a few moments ago. The assigned task for political pundits like RL and others in the same category is to polarize, divide, distract, and thus to conquer populations, to feed them their opinion. The political pundits absolutely include individuals on all sides of the manufactured divide. Left, right, conservative, liberal, Democrats, Republicans, all of it is orchestrated, an orchestrated divide, orchestrated by the controllers that have mastered the art over centuries. In last week's Global Alert News broadcast, I covered a statement that was recently made by Dr. Anthony Fauci, that it was time for Americans to, quote, do as they're told, end quote. Over the past week, Dr. Fauci has upped the rhetoric about vaccine skeptics, labeling them as, quote, a serious threat, in quote, to public health. Tune into the terms that are constantly coined and put to use by the power structure puppets, terms like conspiracy theorist and, quote, vaccine skeptic or, quote, anti-vaxxer, marginalizing any who dare to question official narratives. And how many in the population are all too willing to go along because they've been trained to believe that they're completely dependent on the matrix and therefore must support it, right or wrong? How many times have we heard that about so-called patriotism, support your country right or wrong? It's not patriotism. It's blind tyranny and blind tribalism. What's the bottom line? with the Fauci statement and so many other issues that we're increasingly not allowed to question, like what really happened on 9-11? What really happened the day JFK was assassinated? Why are the JFK government files still locked up even now? What's happening in our skies? What was the true origin of CV-19? And again, the question of so-called vaccine safety, a question we are not allowed to ask. In regard to vaccine safety, again, ask yourself, if the injections are so very safe, as we're constantly told by the controllers and their mouthpieces, if the injections have been so safe for so long, why has the pharmaceutical industrial complex enjoyed total blanket legal immunity from any and all suffering and death that are related directly to the concoctions that they create? And yes, that is the right term, concoctions. If you've never actually investigated all the elements contained in a vaccine, please, please do so. Believe me, you'll be absolutely shocked. The big pharma legal immunity is absolute fact of record since 1986. And again, please don't believe me. I'm not asking anyone to believe me. I never have. What I'm asking is this. Investigate for yourself, honestly and without bias, programming, or preconception. Then investigate the wider horizon, nature's great reset, climate and environmental collapse that's unfolding and accelerating by the day, thus forcing unrestrained control or desperation. As GeoengineeringWatch.org has stated would come on the record. we stated this for over a decade. And we will continue to do our absolute best to sound the alarm until the tide turns or until we're taken off the air. In a moment, more breaking reports on the bottom line challenges that will most determine our collective futures. First, my deepest gratitude to each and every individual that's doing their best to stay informed, to wake others with credible data from a credible source, and credibility means everything in this battle. Remember that. And those that are doing their best to help turn the tide of insanity, thank you for your help. Was sounding the alarm. It's our collective efforts that can yet make a difference. This is Dane Wigington. You're listening again to the Global Alert News Hour, episode number 277, November 28th, 2020. In this broadcast, news that covers the issues we must face or to have any chance of changing course. This commercial free frontline news broadcast is brought to you by geoenginewatch.org and paid for by geoenginewatch.org. That's why there are no commercials to interrupt critically important data that we must keep in our field of vision. That we must allow for and respond to. This news hour is broadcast throughout Northern California on 1670 AM, 104.9 FM, and 105.7 FM Saturday mornings from 6 to 7 AM Sunday mornings. Same time slot, repeat broadcast. Global Alert News is also broadcast on the East Coast AM FM stations by the PRN Radio News Network on Wednesdays, 2 PM Eastern Time. Recordings of this broadcast can be found at geoengineeringwatch.org under the recent top stories and radio sections. The latest Geoengineering Watch awareness-raising materials, printed materials, can be ordered from the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org for our approximate cost of producing and shipping. Again, if you feel unarmed when you're trying to pass this critically important information on to others so that they might realize they are in a fight for their life, literally. The printed materials are exponentially more effective than anything that can be disseminated verbally or pointing at the sky and ranting. A picture's worth a thousand words, and we try to make these these Materials available at the lowest possible cost. We are actually in the red on some of these materials. We're simply trying to cover most of our basic costs to get them into circulation. So the materials are there. You can also share links to those materials for free from your own home computer. But it requires all of us to be activists. We can't just sit in the sidelines and hope someone else moves the ball up the field. That's not going to win this battle for us. It's going to take all of us standing together. And we are very rapidly running out of time. But is reality starting to sink in? Consider the following headline published last week from multiple sources Quote, More than two thirds of Americans oppose mandatory COVID 19 vaccinations. For that report, Bloomberg Media's John Authors stated this Quote, It's also conceivable that something goes wrong with vaccine safety. Or the manufacturing process. Most precariously, there is what is known as, quote, vaccine hesitancy, end quote. The Bloomberg writer continues by stating this Across the world, many are reluctant to accept one, i.e., vaccines. I wonder why. If anybody knew the real statistics on what's happening around the globe with some of these programs, I assure you, you would be shocked. The Bloomberg writer continues with this. These are the results of surveys conducted in the U.S. and Western Europe. The study suggests that politicians may be forced to make vaccinations mandatory, which could make the politics of 2021 very dangerous, in quote from the Bloomberg writer. Yes, as John author, again from Bloomberg, just stated, dangerous indeed. For the record, the climate engineer's enjoy the same blanket legal immunity. U.S. Senate documents that were found and posted by geoengineeringwatch.org prove this. Blanket legal immunity from any and all catastrophe, death, injury, suffering caused by climate engineering. And yet, we are told by the whole of academia, the whole of corporate media, that we're not seeing what we're seeing in our skies. It's just our imagination. When the entire horizon is covered from the jet aircraft spray dispersions, we're told that's not really there. That's just a cloud. A new cloud that they've just named 18 new clouds that apparently never existed before. This has happened in previous few years. Academia, covering the tracks of the climate engineers. And academia and media covering the carnage created by the medical industrial complex and the military industrial complex. It's a cancer. And and everyone involved with that, people that each of us know, just doing their jobs, and pretending that they're good, upstanding citizens in their communities. But is that really the case, if they're participating in this kind of insanity? Question, does direct sunlight burn in your skin? Let's take a quick glance at the wider horizon, which is the bottom line. The planet's being bombarded from off-the-chart UV radiation levels, including UVC. That's the last spectrum of UV radiation before X-ray happens which is also coming on the current course. Climate engineering operations are the single greatest ozone-destroying factor of all, a factor which, if it continues on the current course, is an extinction-level event all by itself, not centuries from now, not decades from now, but before the end of this decade. And this conclusion is based on statistics, statistical data, and math. Total ozone layer collapse end of terrestrial life on earth. doesn't mean you can't hide out in a structure for a little while, but what are you going to eat when there's virtually nothing left of the web of life? That's the end of the road, and that's the path we're on. Any concern, any fear, any focus that doesn't consider and account for the unfolding collapse of our climate and environments is missing the point, is missing the bottom line. How can it be that so many are unwilling to, to look toward the sky and open their eyes, and if they did, they would bear witness to the most massive, disturbing, and destructive activity ever deployed by the human race. But program bias and blindness are facilitating the march of our species over the edge of the abyss, and on the current course, we will very likely bring the entire web of life down with us. How many even now are metaphorically? Comparable to passengers in a car Arguing over what radio station to listen to Even as the car has blasted through the guardrail And in the final Thelma and Louise moment Is hurling toward the bottom of the canyon How many even now have comprehended The totality of what's unfolding At blinding speed The controllers haven't just disrupted And disrailed our immediate circumstances And are locking down societies Again as a response to what's happening In the biosphere But they have disrupted and completely derailed Earth's natural processes, the processes that allowed us to exist on this planet in the first place. And the vast majority of societies are unfortunately ignoring that. While they're completely caught up in orchestrated distractions, the the whole of academia is pretending that what's happening in our skies isn't really happening. And we know they know, not just in the U.S., but in other countries. I have a contact now in Australia who has a family member in Cicero. That's the agency in Australia that's the equivalent to the National Weather Service and NOAA in the U.S., and their family member in this meteorological agency stated that they all know climate engineering is going on, but they have a boot over their neck and they're afraid to speak out. But my question to them is, in Australia and the U.S., all the so-called academicians in these agencies, when will you decide to find the courage to band together behind the scenes and stand up as one? When the ship has already gone under, what good will that do? You need to stand up now. And for society, for all those that are pretending that somehow things will magically work out if you just do what you're told, that is not going to happen. Not going to happen. Normalcy bias. Let's look at what that means exactly. Normalcy bias, or normality bias, is a cognitive bias which leads people to disbelieve or minimize threat warnings. Consequently, individuals underestimate the likelihood of a disaster when it might affect them and its potential adverse effects. The normalcy bias causes many people to not adequately prepare for coming disasters, pandemics, and calamities caused by human activity and error. About 70% of people reportedly display normalcy, bias during a disaster. That's a gross understatement on every point made there. Gross understatement. It's not just looming disaster that we face. We face near-term extinction on this planet and I know how many people hear that and roll their eyes and walk away because McDonald's is still selling Big Macs. Wally World is stocked up with cheap Chinese toys for the holidays. What could be wrong? What could go wrong? That delusion is going to be shattered so incredibly soon. It's already happening. Signs are everywhere. The dead and dying trees around Redding and other places all over the world, and yes, some species are more resilient and don't look that bad yet, but many species look horrible and are dying. No insects. The forest is silent. It's shocking to walk through the forest now in Northern California that was once thriving with life, and now it's unimaginably silent. Shockingly silent. In fact, the silence is absolutely deafening. But even now, how few are willing to investigate that reality, let alone to face it and respond to it? Because we have another form of bias, confirmation bias, on that theme. In psychology and cognitive science, confirmation bias or confirmatory bias is a tendency to search for or interpret. Information in a way that confirms one's preconceptions, leading to conclusionary and statistical errors. Confirmation bias is a type of cognitive bias and represents an error in inductive inference toward confirmation of the hypothesis under study. It simply means we search for any statements or any information, no matter how incorrect that confirms what we would like to believe, or what, we, what we believed in the first place. Confirmation bias is a phenomenon wherein decision makers have been shown to actively seek out and assign more weight to evidence that confirms their hypothesis and ignore or underway evidence that could disconfirm their hypothesis. And as I've stated in so many broadcasts, what do we have academia doing? And I, I work with many in that arena. They can't face the wider horizon Not only not acknowledging climate engineering, but the total collapse of Earth's life support systems that are occurring now because to them it's just simply too horrific to face so therefore it can't be. Because you can't face something doesn't mean it isn't so. And somehow we have to rise beyond this internal hurdle that's built in and hardwired into so many. We must break through that barrier and we must do it soon because we are rapidly running out of time. Governments all over the world know that they can no longer support their populations. The planet's life support systems, again, are breaking down at blinding speed. The same governments are rushing to vaccinate their populations. We all know that. Question, do you actually believe that those at the top of the power pyramids who absolutely know, again, that the planet can no longer support the global population, do you believe that their motives in this equation are benevolent? Are we really to believe That the controllers want to preserve and protect the health of their entire population so that the mass proliferation can continue to accelerate off the charts? Stop for a moment and ponder all that I just stated. However unpleasant these points are, however unpleasant these realities are, don't discount them for that reason alone. Rise above normalcy bias, rise above confirmation bias, abandon ideologies preconception, programming, clear the lens through which you see the world. That's the only chance we have, and it takes great courage to do that. Make no mistake about it. And those in power know this. That's why they've spent so much time and effort conditioning and programming populations from the moment of their birth to color the lens through which those populations see the world, to make those populations easily manipulated. After events like 9-11 to galvanize populations into unquestioning support for the military industrial complex, or the current scenario we find ourselves in. The controllers attempt to utilize and harness their lifetime programming methods for the population in order to make those populations blindly adhere to the dictates of the controllers. But they're getting more desperate now. They're losing control. Much of the population is thankfully beginning to wake up, but it can't happen fast enough. Cannot happen fast enough. The motives of the power structure are a response to the global population and resource depletion realities. Populations are not only expendable to the controllers, but have, again, long since become a rapidly increasing liability fueling maximum societal polarization and division is a primary objective of the controllers divide and conquer the orchestrated political parties and their various actors are used to divide the mask wearing issue is used to divide the vaccine issue used to divide again whatever you think about those issues I'm not offering my opinion on the validity of any of it or the lack of validity I'm simply stating the issues are absolutely used to divide and polarize populations But those factors are not the only ramifications of what's been thrust upon society. There are likely many other and perhaps even more grave potential ramifications from CTV News and other sources. Quote, it's not simply enough. This is from Trudeau, the leader in Canada. It's not simply enough, Trudeau said, to have a vaccine discovered, not simply enough to have doses of the vaccine secured. We have to get them into people, end quote, again from Trudeau in Canada. And there's this headline from the New York Post and other sources issued last week. Anthony Fauci calls on New York to accept FDA approval of vaccine. From that report, Dr. Anthony Fauci... Last week, called on New York and other states to accept a COVID 19 vaccine once it's approved by the Food and Drug Administration. The director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, that's Anthony Fauci, said he, quote, doesn't agree, end quote, that it's necessary for Governor Andrew Como and other state leaders to conduct their own in house reviews before distributing a vaccine. Why not, Dr. Fauci? Fauci continued with this, "'Hopefully I can appeal to them to say that, "'yes, you can look at the data. "'Everybody should be looking at the data. "'There's nothing wrong with that, "'but trust the process because it's a sound process.'" In quote, Fauci told the Washington Post, "'Trust us. "'Trust the experts. "'Trust the officials. "'Why in the world would we do that?' Given all that we know or should know for anyone that does any objective investigation, why in the world would we trust you, Dr. Fauci? You clearly knew all of this was coming, clearly. Historical data, peer-reviewed science reports prove your involvement in the engineering of the gain-of-function characteristic in this pathogen published in the journal Nature in 2015, proving that's where the gain-of-function characteristic came from. 2017, on Film on the Record, you stating there will, quote, direct quote, verbatim, you stated, Dr. Fauci, there will be a surprise pandemic in this presidency. What will it take to wake people up and realize that keeping your head down and marching toward the edge of the abyss is not going to save you? Report continues, Fauci said, although he, quote, doesn't fault them, i.e. officials in New York, for wondering what's going on, In quote, he, Fauci, fears the state's own reviews could slow the process of rolling out the vaccine to their residents. Fauci went on to say, quote, I hope if they do, then they do it in an expeditious manner that doesn't delay anything, end quote. What's the rush, Dr. Fauci? You said yourself only a few months ago that at best, the vaccine's might be as low as 50% effective with no mention of the consequences. And now suddenly everybody's vaccine is completely safe, completely effective for anyone, anywhere. And yet again, the blanket legal immunity for any death suffering injury that these concoctions cause is in place completely protecting big pharma from anything they do, anything they inflict on society. A final statement from this New York post report Como has come under fire for saying he plans to assemble a team of experts to review the vaccine before distributing it in the Empire State, because he believes New Yorkers are going to need someone other than the FDA and the CDC saying it's safe. I'll be surprised if Como does much of anything that's isn't that's past symbolic, because he is clearly playing his part in the power structure play so far. Let's weave this into climate engineering now, all of this, from AccuWeather.com, daily Coronavirus briefing. Quote, unusual cold snap caused rapid spike in cases. From that report, Dr. Deborah Burks, again, deeply rooted in the pharmaceutical industrial complex, Dr. Burks says, Burks explained how an early season cold spell led to a surge in cases. Climate engineering, absolutely core part of this entire equation, the weather whiplash scenarios from record high to record cold. Cold surface layer in the ground that is a direct result of climate engineering patented processes of chemical ice nucleation seeding the clouds with these ice nucleating elements causing a cold dense layer to descend to the ground, creates ice storms, these whiplash temperature weather scenarios. How completely convenient for the controllers and how few people are willing to face that this is real. This is absolutely scientifically verifiably real, but I'm not asking anyone to take my word for that. I'm asking you to thoroughly review all of the reports under the engineering winter section on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org and open the hyperlinks within each of those reports so you can see patents, documents, data, photographs that will shock you, that are absolutely inarguable proof that the climate engineers are engineering winter and how often they have used this tool going back so very far. Fulfilling so many agendas with their winter weather warfare operations. And what else is included in these cloud dispersions that are taking place under the climate engineering umbrella? What else is being dispersed? What else are we breathing in our air column? And the distribution of this pathogen in such a uniform fashion, again, in the first wave, globally going back almost a year, 25 countries... Infected Second wave over the course of three days, 85 more countries. How does that happen exactly without some extraordinary method of distribution? And now in specific regions, these weather whiplash, engineered winter cool downs, effectively stoking the CB-19 fires. Is it all just coincidence? How can there be any discussion of... This type of weather scenario that affects the C 19 surge in cases, or in general, how can there be any legitimate discussion about weather anything, from any perspective, from any camp or any faction, without first and foremost discussing and addressing the climate engineering factor? There can't. There can be no legitimate discussion without discussing climate engineering first and foremost. Moving on to more headlines from last week about preparations from the military-industrial complex, from LifeSiteNews.com and other sources. This headline, Canadian military's plan to use, quote, propaganda, end quote, on public to achieve COVID lockdown compliance is shut down, possibly a step in the right direction. The strategy was to manipulate the attitudes, beliefs, and behaviors of Canadians with tactics that included loudspeaker trucks blasting government messages through the streets. Canada's armed forces has been told to shelf the plan to manipulate the attitudes and behaviors of the nation's residents through propaganda techniques aimed at moving the public to compliance with COVID-19 lockdowns. I have connections very high up in Canada who are telling me that... We have significant and rapidly growing support within elements of the Canadian government, knowledge of the climate engineering atrocities, and a willingness to push back against them. I can only hope and pray that that is true. Again, all that's unfolding, all the implementation of societal lockdown provisions, the whole scenario that we have faced in the last year, is directly related to, connected to, and a result of Earth's collapsing climate, environment, life support systems. It's a controller response to that, and not enough are making that connection. Too many are pretending that if we can just somehow fix the current scenario that's occurred in the last year, that our problems are over, and that couldn't be further from the truth. The current scenario, the CB 19 scenario, is a... Controller response to the wider horizon collapse. It's exactly what it is. They are preparing as rapidly as they can, make no mistake about that. But it appears that biosphere collapse has beat them to the intersection. I don't pretend to know how the dominoes will fall, exactly the manner they will fall, which links in the chain will come apart first, but it is happening and it's happening now. A few headlines from the biosphere front lines these are only a few there's far too many to cover in this broadcast and i'm almost out of time but here's one from cbs news and other sources temperatures in the arctic are astonishingly warmer than they should be that's an understatement another headline last week growing heat blob from atlantic ocean driving sea ice loss in the arctic study says from that report the amount of ocean heat delivered to the Arctic has increased markedly since 2001, according to research. That's a radical understatement. It's increased astronomically. And remember, a cubic meter of seawater contains, can contain 4,000 times the thermal energy of a cubic meter of air. The oceans are superheating. That's the bottom line. From the climate engineering cover up source, InsideClimateNews.org, this headline from last week Warm Arctic Cold continents. It sounds counterintuitive, the headline states, but it then states research suggests it's a thing. From that report, scientists suspect that rapid warming in the Arctic is causing more climate extremes farther south, including bouts of severe cold and snow in the U.S. Northeast. What a blatant, glaring, lie climate engineering cover-up and I've stated in this broadcast over and over how many times the most anomalously less warm location in the entire world is the eastern half of the U.S. lower 48 because that's where most Americans live and the climate engineers want to keep them confused and divided as to the true severity of damage done to the climate system until the brutal bitter end and we have so-called news sources so-called science sources covering the tracks of the climate engineers aka weather terrorists they're wreaking havoc on the planet and have for so many decades. And now that we see acknowledgement from individuals like Burks that I went over earlier in this broadcast, acknowledging that the anomalous weather whiplash cooldowns were in fact radically fueling the spread of CV-19. All of this is connected. Countries around the globe connected. Countries that we are told are opposing forces. U.S., Russia, China. They are all colluding and cooperating on the Biggest threats we face climate engineering, CB19, all of them, because they all know they can no longer support their populations. That's a mathematical, statistical fact. Stand back and do some real research while you can. Come to conclusions that are based on data, not normalcy bias, not confirmation bias, not programming, not preconception, not ideology. Conclusions that are based on data. Confirmation bias is steering the ship for far too many, and how many only see what they want to see? How many only hear what they want to hear? How many even now, at this late hour, have any understanding or comprehension whatsoever that our host, planet Earth, is dying by the day? How many have stopped to contemplate that this blue miracle planet, which somehow, someway, came to exist in a boundless expanse of black and hostile space, has been pushed far past its limits? There are none so blind as those who refuse to see, as the proverb goes." Great and unshakable solace can be found in completely dedicating oneself to this epic battle to save what is yet left of our miracle planet and the web of life, on which our lives completely depend. No matter how dark the horizon, our will can never be taken from us, ever. This fight is not over. We must all summon the courage to soldier on, collectively. We can yet make a difference. We can yet make a quantum leap in the right direction, but we must stand together. The clinically insane controllers couldn't do what they're doing without the active or passive support of the majority population, and that equation must change now. Check the activist suggestions link on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org to learn specific details on how you can help to turn the tide. Make your voice heard. Make every day count. Until next week, this is Dane Wiginton from geoengineeringwatch.org.